The following podcast contains spoilers and rude words. Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hey, thanks for joining us here at We Watched a Thing. Uh, excited for another week, aren't you, Billy? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I've been I've been sick for a week now, but I'm finally on the mend, and I'm I'm just excited to chat to you again. How was the COVID? Uh, it wasn't it wasn't COVID, luckily, but I did have to get the old COVID test. Um, w- worth doing if you're sick. Honestly, people, if you're sick, just go get the test. It's, it was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Have you had one? No. The way people talk about it, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to poke my brain with this thing. Uh, it really, it, it wasn't that bad. It was like 30 seconds, you know, a little swab up the nose, but it didn't go as deep as I was expecting. Um, but no, I don't, I don't get sick, mate. My, my body's a temple. Well, that that's absolutely untrue. <laughs> I mean, look, I know I know sicker people for sure. Like you, I must say, maybe it's the years of eating and drinking trash that has, has made your body stronger. <laughs> but uh, I and gut, mate. Yeah, you you don't get you don't get sick terribly often. You're actually at that age now where mostly what you just get is a sore back. <laughs> well, there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about this week, my friend? A cure for wellness. Yes, that's right. A patron of the show that we clearly have two kinds of patrons, those who want us to watch things that they genuinely treasure and those who, for some reason, are willing to pay us money to make us watch things that they genuinely hate. (laughs) So this request came in saying literally this is the worst film they've ever seen. So I don't know. I didn't know what to expect here. (laughs) Had you seen it prior to this? No, I was not one of the seven people who saw this when it came out in cinemas. Um Though I do remember, I remember, like, really liking the trailer for this film, and I intended to see it. Yeah, okay. And and then it was, like, it, it was out in cinemas for a week, no one saw it, and it got bald. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was reading, and this, this, is, this is pretty funny. It was, in its third week of release, it was pulled from 98% of cinemas. <laughs> it was the second largest third week theatre drop in history, straight after Live By Night two months before this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's kind of, that's a failure. That's <laughs> yeah, that's not what you want if you're a distributor. No, no, I, I must say I'm not surprised. What you want famously is people to see you. <laughs> well, ideally, yes. I'm not surprised you like to look at the trailer because I must say, and we'll get into this, but it's the cinematography is pretty nice. I mean, and I'd imagine that that's what the trailer would focus on. Yeah, just that, sh- that just that shot of the train. That's like basically the trailer. Yeah. All right. Cure for Wellness is a 2016 psychological horror film directed by Gore Verbinski and written by Justin Haith based on a story co-written by Haith and Verbinski who were both inspired by Thomas Mann's 1924 novel The Magic Mountain. Stars Dane DeHaan, Jason Isaacs and Mia Goth. And what is it about, Toph? Oh, not much. <laughs> Come on, mate. The setup for the film is that a, a young- corporate go-getter is sent to the Swiss Alps to fetch a board member who has checked himself into a wellness center. Yes. How's that? Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And then, and then weird stuff happens at the wellness center. Not not enough to fill two and a half hours of uh, screen time. I'll, I'll venture. <laughs> it's very long. It's very long. And I get the vibe because, see, Gore Verbinski, he must have been deep into like Pirates of the Caribbean money by this point. I suspect that this was like a little passion project. So I, I actually don't know that he did care whether or not people saw this. I'd guess that they just funded this a little. Yeah, here you go. Then make another, make us another pirates. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if anyone was deeply upset by this not not making bake. 
in that respect, I admire it. Like art for art's sake is something that doesn't happen a lot. So if somebody saw value in this, not saying whether or not I did, but if somebody Yeah, I mean, did, ideally you want some artistry though. Well, yes. So let's get into it then. Did you hate this movie as much as our patron dear or did you enjoy aspects of it? Like where, where are we here? How are we jumping in? Look, I would not describe this as the worst film I've ever seen. No, well, I mean, just last week we watched Basic Fucking Instinct, so. Yes. <laughs> um, look, is is a cure for wellness good? No, it is not. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, the opening credits badly want you to believe you're in a David Fincher film. Yes. Like, uh, architecture plus slow but deliberately moving camera. Yeah. It's like, okay, yep, see what you're going for here. And then even, like, in the first- um, uh, it's try very early on. It's trying very hard with its shot selection. Yes, and you know there's there's ref- light refracting through different things, and it's just really pushing this i this this visual notion that that things are not as they first appear. Yeah, to a point where you're like, I get it. Yeah, could you fuck off and just f- shoot a person? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I actually. And I, I watched the first six minutes of this film four times <laughs> because, firstly, I kind of couldn't get into it. And then I was I was having buffering issues. and I, But mainly it was that every time I started it, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just not in the mood. So, when I eventually did watch this, tell you what, it worked out really well for me because I made myself ride the exercise bike. I was like, if I'm distracted doing something, I won't be able to look at my phone. And this is the only way I'm going to pay attention to this movie. So I rode my bike for the first hour and a half of this movie. It's the longest I've ever ridden that exercise bike for. But even that couldn't save me from paying attention the last half hour. (laughs) But I must say those first six, seven minutes, really gorgeous shots. I actually, I I liked this movie at the start. It starts out like, Okay. It does. It starts out okay. And I actually feel like it's trying to set up some interesting themes. And we'll get into it later, but I don't think it does any of them justice. But I think it at the start, it seems like there's going to be some artistry to it. And you think that it might maybe have some interesting things to say and maybe be done in a creative way because it is shot quite nicely It's at first. And I do feel like that all disappears fairly quickly. But- I didn't mind the setup, I must say. Yeah, I think the setups, there's, if someone, the, like the elevator pitch for this film, yes, I buy. Absolutely. There's there's real fertile ground to be taken out of this thing. And I, like, I, this would have been, no, this was still early. You know, later on than this, we've had filmmakers like Ariaster come out and really perfect this kind of psychological horror type thing. Like, this movie reads to me like it's trying to get to the heights of, say, Midsommar. And it, it didn't do it at all. But I kind of respect that this movie is in some ways paving the way for some movies that came after it because I don't think there was a lot of this kind of artsy horror happening in 2016. For this to have actually actively paved the way for any of the work of, for example, Ariasta, um, someone would have needed to have seen this film. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you raise a valid point. <laughs> um, here's a good thing about this film. Uh, I love Jason Isaacs, and I think he should be in everything. Yeah, yeah, Jason Isaacs, great in this movie. Mia Goth, not terrible in this movie. Our lead actor, absolutely abysmal in this movie. <laughs> yeah, so Dane DeHaan, like I don't, I, I don't mind Dane DeHaan. I'm, I'm, like I'm fine with 
the Han. I mean, it's a fun name to say, Dane DeHaan. <laughs> Dane DeHaan. Just let that roll off your tongue. <laughs> um, but he's- One thing that was- um, It was deeply distracting as soon as I'd thought of it. I was like, well, Shutter Island came out in 2010. And, like, Shutter Island is not on Scorsese's Mount Rushmore exactly. But, you know, totally enjoyable film still. If the movie that this movie wants to be is what you're after, like, just watch Shutter Island. Yeah. And then as soon as that was in my head, I was like, all I could see whenever Dane DeHaan's on screen, which is the movie, there's like two scenes he's not in. Yeah. It's like watching a less interesting Leo. There's like, even even in his line delivery, I was like, wow, it's it's like Leo with- all the charisma and interest taken out. Yeah, and the worst part is I feel like at least some of that had to have been intentional. I feel like this is not supposed to be a charismatic character. No, we're not meant to like this guy. We're not supposed to like him, and and he's supposed to be, you know, all business and- Yeah, he's clearly a corporate sleazebag. Yeah. Michael Douglas type. <laughs> <laughs> but it just- it just doesn't work for me because mainly because I think the the plot itself and the themes don't work as well as the movie thinks it does, which no. therefore makes the main character not work. Yes, it's fine. It's fine having a main character who's not a likable guy, but there's got it's then got to be accompanied by a level of interest. Well, yes, and this this really is my problem with the entire film because. It's a very subdued movie. It's very quiet. There's not a lot of anything really happening. That to me is fine if there are other things to keep you interested and keep you kind of thinking. You know, like, for example, look at Children of Men. There's a lot of Children of Men. Sure, there are some big action sequences. There's a lot of it that's a very quiet film. And that's fine because there's so much happening under the hood for you to think about. Whereas this movie- it's really, really quiet, but the themes are so loud, and even they I don't think married to that well together, that your brain isn't even trying to work anything out, so you're kind of just sitting there being absolutely bored shitless. A bunch of it, I think, like, narratively plays like a film that needs a B plotline, because you know how, uh, and this could be in film or television, you you do that thing where you, you follow something up until a kind of climactic point- to the point of the most excitement of that, and then you cut to the other thing. Yeah. And you follow that to a kind of point of excitement, and then you cut to the other thing. This film keeps, like, building up to these things that seem like they should be kind of big deals, but then just cuts to the next scene with our main character, because he's in almost every scene of the film. And it's like, so wait, there was just zero consequence? Yes. To what just happened? That's Yes. And this happens over and over again. The amount of scenes you could cut out of this film- where he has, you know, just insert harrowing experience. Yeah. And you could just remove half of them from the film and it's the same film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Yep. And I feel like there's fertile satire to be played with here. Like the film clearly wants to say things about capitalism. And at the same time, it clearly wants to say say things about like the wellness industry as a whole, you know, like the sale of vitamins and stuff. But it's just not interesting at all. Thinking of, of scenes that just could be cut. Um, the isolation tank scene. I was just about to bring which that you up. Could, which you could cut from the film, and it's the same film. Absolutely, you could. Um, yes. We, we know a guy who did that. Would would you do the isolation tank? 
I've I've done the the salt tank, the float tank, which is similar, oh, yeah. but it, like on a smaller scale. It's basically like bathtub size, but you do get closed in in the dark and you just float there for about an hour. I dug it. You just kind of close your eyes and I just imagined I was a rocket ship. I was like pushing off one end of the bath to the other going like. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you have to have my mindset. <laughs> I, I would 100% do an isolation tank. I would love to do that. Yeah. Would you? Ideally, you know, no eels in there because eels are just the worst fucking things. Um, my biggest problem with that scene, uh, it's like this isn't. This is they're missing the point because it's got a big window and they left the control room lit up so he could actually get light in there. So I was sitting there going like, well, this isn't really this doesn't it's work. It's not an it doesn't work as an isolation. Tank. No, it just doesn't work at all. And and so he's supposed to be hallucinating in here, even though he can look out and see old mate having a cheeky larrup over nurse saggy boobs. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe that's why that scene is actually in the film because it actually works as a <laughs> As a microcosm for the entire <laughs> film. Here's an idea, uh, but just put a window in it that fucks the whole thing. <laughs> it's, you're right. It's very meta. <laughs> I think it was at about this time. I, I, I don't know exactly, but I think it was about that point in time where- Because I was watching this on Netflix, which I was happy about. Didn't have to like actually pay for it. Yeah. Thank God. Um it was at about that point where the movie buffered for a little bit and, and so, like, the, the timeline down the bottom comes up and it was not quite halfway through and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Are you kidding me? How can that be true? That would have been before the big dance scene in the bar, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's right with, um, with Hannah. What a piece of shit. <laughs> I, like the, um, I like the ever so subtle naming of the character of Hannah. Well done, movie. Real subtle shit. Congratulations. You're a fucking genius. Now I feel dumb because I think I might have missed what you're talking about. Okay. So Hannah from the Bible prayed to God. There's a whole There's a whole thing about like she wants kids. Right. H- Hannah wants kids. Okay. All right. When you just tie that into the, that character in the film and so much of what the Baron is about, it's like, well done, you film. Yeah. Well, th- this- you're amazing. Yeah. This is another one, much like Basic Instinct, where I- Part of the reason I was bored was because the whole point of the movie really is that you're supposed to be sitting there going, oh, what, what's what's going on here? You know, like you're meant to get that, the feeling you get from watching, say, Mother, where you're like, what is happening and why? I didn't but get that. But it's just that. deeply uninteresting. Well, that's the thing. I didn't get that at all because firstly, I didn't care. But secondly, like, it was pretty fucking clear Jason Isaacs was the Baron. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, it's like <laughs> there's no mindfuck yeah. here. I feel like this is trying to be a mindfuck movie and it's really just more of a mind going to sleep bored fucking shitless movie. Yeah. Following on from Basic Instinct last week, we know the Baron has the ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> now that would that w- anyone's confused about this. That would have been a twist if the Baron uncrossed his legs. <laughs> <laughs> and on the bottom half he was Sharon Stone. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let me give credit where credit's due. One thing I absolutely adored about this movie, the score, and in particular, the the, the title theme, really lovely piece of music. I really enjoyed the score for this film and it is deserving of a much better film. I think I recall liking it. I like. I couldn't hum you the tune now, but I think I recall liking it at the time. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. I have added it to my playlist, my scores playlist, and it's it's very enjoyable. And and props to the Swiss Alps. They look delightful. Gotta love them Alps. Yep. Them Alps always good. I'd like to go to the Swiss Alps. Yep. Um, on the look of the film, 
possibly the worst CGI idea I've seen, including three billboards. <laughs> <laughs> that deer was atrocious. <laughs> there was nothing good about it. Like, why not just do a puppet, honestly? Like, why yeah. not do a puppet? It was like most of the visuals of the film, like like I said, cinematography, I actually think stays pretty strong throughout. Um, and I think most of the visual effects, like the eels, I didn't think were terrible. They come up a lot in the film. That deer was abysmal. Yeah, the deer was no good. It was really, really bad. And also, thinking back to that car crash, which like they veer off the road, they do like 17 flips. Yeah. And then we cut to car next to road. Yeah. Like, they're genuinely like three metres off the road. Yeah. Um, bullshit. Yeah. Thinking back to that car crash actually makes me nostalgic for the first half hour of this film that wasn't absolutely terrible. And and the best character in the entire film, the guy's driver. <laughs> I, I loved that cab driver. He was a cool dude. <laughs> so, um, fun story. Like, Billy and I, as a rule, we don't talk about a film before we hit record. We went round to your place for dinner. Was it the day that I'd watched it? It must have been because I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, I'd watched it. You hadn't. And you said, as as you sometimes do, if I've watched the movie before you, you just kind of jokingly goad me into like, hey, so how was it? <laughs> and the normal response is like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and with this one, it was like, yeah, it sucks. And- <laughs> The most aggravating thing about it is that every 20-minute block of this film is worse than the last. Yeah. Like, every one. It just, it just runs on this linear downward trajectory where it starts off kind of okay. Like, not great, but kind of okay. Yeah. Yep. And then it ju- every single step of the way, it's just getting worse. Which, if you, if you do in reverse, you walk away going, well, you know, at least it ended kind of okay. Yeah. It's real bad when it happens this way around. Really bad. And the reason we don't usually talk about the movies is because, you know, especially if one of us has seen it and the other hasn't, you do take that in. And I really did take that in because unlike you just seeing the seek thing halfway through, I did find myself actively bringing it up and I was able to guess when I had switched over to the next block. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm about a minute or two into the next, you know, section. And I was bang on every time. I could always tell when it was taking that dip. (laughs) Yeah. Bad movie. Really bad. And even then, like, at the end of the film, it just- It abandons any pretense it had of depth or thematic weight or anything and just goes full B-grade. Yes. It's like, okay, it's like it's like it was shot in sequence and they got to the end and, and like, realised that they had a turd on their hands and were like, okay, fuck it, I guess- um show some boobs and have the main character fight a monster. Yeah, and the boobs like, stay like, out. Seriously. Yes, and the boobs stay out like the entire 20-minute block. Like they just keeps cutting back to breasts. For no, for no reason. reason. <laughs> She's just laying there, tits ahoy, for no reason at all. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and she's meant to be the Baron's daughter. You don't want to see your daughter's knockers. Well, he does. Well, he's- yeah, but- He's a creepy, incestuous fuck. I mean, he is, but but it's still, it's still, it's still not good. No. Or slimy faced up as he is at that point. <laughs> Why does he even have faces that come off? Yeah, yeah. Well, I he only takes the face off once, doesn't he? And then he's got like the burnt charred face underneath because he was in the fire. But he had a whole room of faces. Oh, 
I'm, I must have already you checked must out. Have missed that. That must have been after my bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> I did in the last half hour find it really, really hard to pay attention. And I know that if I hadn't been on the bike for the first hour and a half, I would have struggled during that portion too. It's just not interesting. There's just there's just nothing keeping you there. Nah, crap film. <laughs> are, are you scoring this worse than Basic Instinct? Um, I'm giving them both a three out of ten. And probably in both cases, I'm like, yeah, it's probably generous. Yeah, look, I, I am actually bumping this up one purely on the strength of the score and the cinematography. I think they're both worthy of a far better film, and I'm going a four out of ten. Yeah, just just watch Shutter Island, honestly, people. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's not. You can definitely avoid this one, as as I wish we had probably. So, thanks yeah. for making us watch this, dear. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate looking, it. Looking forward to your next request. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okie dokie. In the meantime, what are we getting to next week, buddy? I think we've only got one more left for Patreon Palooza before we kick it off into, into alien predator territory. That's right. Um, a patron that doesn't hate us <laughs> has asked us to watch uh, Gone Girl. Yes, which I'm looking forward to because I have not seen this since 2014 when it came out. So I'm really like looking forward to rewatching this one. I'm guessing you've mm. seen it a bunch. I've watched this movie so many times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchthething.com or wewatchthething at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all under the handle at We Watch The Thing. If you want to help support the show and make us watch something like our frenemy Dia did, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash We Watch The Thing, and we will catch you next week. See ya.